0: What up, fellas?
1: What you do, brother?
0: People got questions for y'all, man. They got questions for y'all.
1: What we doing? What they talking about, Simon? Shit.
0: This is from my boy, Mega James 3000.
1: Okay, Mega.
0: Mega James 3000. First I thought it said Mega James. Oh, short on it. Mega Ga- anyway, Mega James 3000. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a guitarist. Do you think the city you live in matters when trying to get into music or entertainment?
2: Absolutely. If you in Bethlehem, Mississippi, you struggling right now. If it ain't where you, they made a song about it, they said it ain't where you are from, it's where you it's at. Well, yeah. And that damn show sure is about where you at. You gotta get to it. I
1: mean, I mean, but you got the internet now, which you can, you know. Equalize a lot of it. It helps out a lot, but like, if you want to get in the thick of things, like I always consider comedy, like. Yeah, a take t- it from
0: the comedy point <clears throat>
1: From the comedy perspective, I would look at it like this. It's some fly guys that's in Arkansas, Little Rock. It's some dope ass comedians in New Orleans, Louisiana. It's some fly ass comedians in Iowa, in Washington, but you gotta come to the NBA, L.A.
2: You gotta come to L.A. and play. Or New
1: York, L.A. or New York. You gotta come play here. Cause then now you're gonna see, I get to see Billy Terrell's one night. I get a chance to see Earthquake go up and kill one night. I get a chance to see Chris Rock go up one night. You get a chance to see all these guys and share the stage with all these people. So that's now real. you evaluate where you stand. You get a chance to see what your career is, <clears throat> excuse me, not career, what your act is, you know, based on another guy's act. So that's how I look at it. Come where everybody at and, and come get it. But get good where you at. Wherever you
2: Damn show sure get, get good. There. Damn show sure get good. Take your time and get good. You know what I'm saying? As always, man, you know, I say people need to have a phone booth. And the phone booth is always a reference. I say, you know, when Clark Kent would turn into Superman, first thing he'd always have to have is you had to find that phone booth. Right. And the reason he had to find that phone booth is because the average person isn't really ready to see Clark Kent turn into Superman. They actually don't want Clark Kent to be Superman because you know, they want to believe that that's who unreal. he is now is right. what he has that's always what is always being. all the time. But they don't know that, you know. You got to make that transition and go from Clark Kent to being Superman. And sometimes you need a holding area, not stopping, just a holding area right. to kind of mask your transformation. So when you pop out the phone booth, bitch, I'm flying and I'm indestructible. I'm Superman. All right.
1: That was good, Billy. That was really good.
0: This is from my boy LS Dubs off IG. Okay. He'd be heavy on the page. Ever had someone steal your jokes? Who were
2: they and what did you do? I'm glad you asked. I'm gonna jump right <laughs> in with that. They ain't just steal my jokes out of whole store, whole fucking, whole fucking idea for a whole TV show. So a few years back, back in 2010, me and a dude named Derek Sleazy Evans out of Nashville, Tennessee, by way of Memphis, we came up with this uh, skit called Man Code, and shit got fiery on the internet. What all? On world star got around. One of my like second like real viral pieces of content, but it was the first. Thematic piece of content that was just like that's what we was doing. Us two would get up there and we say our man codes and we do the dramatizations for it. Well, I send this out. I'm trying to get Duval to come and do man code. Me and Duval are doing some days together. I tell him about the idea. He was like, "Oh man, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope." We don't see each other for some months. Six months go by. I get an email. Hey man, it's fucked up <coughs> with the video y'all. Just from one of my YouTube followers. He's. Like, I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "They done stole y'all whole show, man." sends me a link. It's a show on MTV now called Geico, brand new. The trailer of it is an identical act-out of them doing one of our sketches live on the act-out. Our whole sketch, joke, all that shit, all the beats. Then it's him and Charlemagne with the same kind of tandem, act That's as me and Derek is, right. so I'm hot. I hit people up, Trey. From ABN, I'm like, hey man, this is crazy. Okay? like, man, you gotta chill, you know what I'm saying? You can't kinda of go with it like that. He was trying to you know, show me that you know, when stuff goes on, you can't just jump right at the talent and right at the person. You gotta kinda of go through the politics of Hollywood in a non-directive kind of way. He was just trying to tell me, like, little Bruh, you gotta learn how to move in this current. You can't just jump out there angry because I'm, I'm straight at the throat. I'm like, at Duval, what's up? Y'all got me fucked up. So then I called him. He was like, man, it's like that? I'm like, yeah, nigga, it's like that. Man, what the fuck? Why didn't you just tell me? You know, blah, blah, blah. And his to into his defense, you know, it's like, what? however it came out or however it was, that was his moment of breaking through. And that breaking through moment is met with, this is the drama, being a young dude with an idea, being like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? So we end up going through, filing an injunction against, MTV, I ended up at the same time getting a call from MTV. MTV was like, we want to bring you out and put you on some shows and develop some stuff with you. At the time, Nick Cannon was sick. And me and Nick had done some shows together on the college scene. And um, they were like, you great at these sketches that are going viral. You thought about doing like a, a show kind of like Wild'n Out since Nick's not doing Wild'n Out anymore. Um, maybe you guys could come up with an urban sketch show because that's what we want to go back to. I'm like, bet, I'll talk to Nick and try and get some ideas for an urban sketch show, I hit Nick, Nick is like, yeah, sounds good, I'll get back with you. We end up never never hooking back up. Uh, I go back out to New York again, and I meet with MTV, and they're like, hey, look, we want to keep developing these ideas with you, uh, but we see that you got an injunction against us. You, you you can't have an active contract and an active injunction, like a lawsuit filed against you for copyright like infringement. What?" Tell us what happened. I showed them all the stuff that I had. I'm thinking it's gonna get resolved. They're like, look, we can't even have a conversation with you no more. Now we gotta send you to legal. Your attorney and legal has to get this sorted out before we can talk about anything else. So we settle out, the shit gets settled through. They end up helping me get some, as part of my deal and settlement, helping me get some digital presence on some other platforms. They got me a deal over at BT on their network doing some digital stuff. They did some digital content with me there at MTV and it kind of just went away. But, you know, that was just a joke, idea. It spawned the careers of a bunch of people. So, you know, I was mad and bitter about it for a long time until I had to realize, it was like, this ain't the first joke that's been stolen from me. It's not gonna be the last. If I made that one, I could make another one. Let me just get better and rise above it. So for a lot of people that was asking about what happened with me and Duval while we was about to fight.
0: Yeah, that's the story. That's it.
2: That's the story. Mm. Uh, We end up seeing each other, weirdly enough, because it was always an on-site thing with me and him, like that was in my brain, it was on-site. And I feel fucked up because as a person, I ain't been without fault. I may not have stole nobody's joke, but I ain't a perfect person. And we all gonna fall short and probably rub people the wrong way. I can't say that he didn't make whatever he had going for him work, and I can't say that he didn't have any talent before that. And I can't even say exactly how the idea, although I got an idea in my head, that don't necessarily mean that's the the reality of how things happen. So without knowing all of those details, and hell, it wasn't just him, it's a whole production staff behind it. So I know how things go. It ain't the first or the last thing that ever got taken from me. But I learned from that people, they go to look for nothing's creatively brand new. The producers who produce shit, they don't know shit. The real motherfuckers that's got the ideas is the creative artist that's starving, that's taking risks and sacrifice. Producers don't take, and, and networks don't take risks and sacrifice. They wanna know something works. If they, your joke is what they know works, they gonna get that joke and base what they're building off of of something that has a level of success. So, like, in, in retrospect, seeing him later on, we were going for a show at NBC Universal, it was called Swipe for Love, it was a digital dating show. And they wanted a host. They had Justin May Peluso, who was from Girl Code, and they were bringing in people. I, ironically, they brought in me, Ali Sadiq, Le Duval. So, me, Le Duval, Ali Sadiq, we all at NBC Universal, but Duval's inside. He do not see us. And me and Ali, we knew we end up having the same audition. So, we, my office at the time where me and the guys had Dreamland at was right there at 5670 Wilshire, right there across from the E NBC Universal building. So, I'm like, fuck it. Ali, you in town, we gonna kick it, he was at my crib, we hung out, went and got some food, and we went over to the audition together, we had like call times of like 11.30 and 12.15, so we just like, fuck it, we will just both go at the same time, go in and knock it out, do what we do, Ali like off the rip, hey man, you know, this really ain't even my thing, you know, I'm just doing this because of the agency, you know, I don't do all that, you know, I, I do comedy, comedy for real. So he telling me this, I'm like, yeah, I feel you, you know, that's you more of the digital hosting thing, this might be more your play, I, I don't see, I, when I seen the script, I just knew you were going to meet the type of person that they would need to see, so I'm feeling good about it, I get there, I see Duval. he don't see me, I'm looking through the outside security glass, I see him in the corner, he kind of got his back turned talking to somebody, I said, this nigga Duval in here, Ali immediately, he tense up, he, where, he, oh, where he at, let's run it, I said, yeah, oh, I got him. I said, no, I'm gonna I'm deal with it.
0: So, he's texting us while he's doing this from the audition. He is texting huh? me and E, this nigga up here right now.
2: That, I'm hot. You hot. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me not fuck up, because if I rush him right now, I'm gonna fuck my audition up. You, you damn sure know? finna fuck that up. I, and I and said, wait security ended up going, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go do my audition. I go in that bitch. I don't know, because my blood was already up. I'm like man, I ripped this motherfucker deep. I'm cracking jokes. The room is fresh. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking loud. I want them to hear me down the hallway. Talk shit. I'm from Houston. You know I love women, but I don't have a problem slapping the shit out of somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Talk. These niggas got me fucked up. So yeah, what's up? Let's, Let's let's do this game show. I'm I'm, you know how it is. You you vibing, but my energy is like I'm 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 elevated. Ali was like man, I heard you outside, bro. You you was in there killing it. I said thanks, man. I said, now nah, I got to deal with this. So we walk outside. We see Duval sitting at a table right by himself. He's sitting on the phone, he don't see us. So we walk up kind of from behind him and we come out on two sides of the table. He's sitting down, we right there. Now, we going finna jump the nigga, but it, whoever, he got security, friend, Ali at this point, like, everybody's going down. We outside. His prison mind has stepped in. Right. So what you gonna hit him? What you gonna pop him first? What you gonna do? I was like, pop him. No, I'm. Come <laughs> Lee. I, I can't. I mean, cause you know, I keep my knife on me. I got my tomahawk All on right. me. I got my blade. I got my shit in my shoe. I said, Lee, whoa, what's like? Okay, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me lead on this one, okay? Right. I'm. A, I'm a, So when I roll up on him, I'm like, I to just hit this nigga right now. But, I, but that, again, I need him to understand anything pop off. And I low-key want to know why you did it. So before I can get out, why? I'm like, man, why are you? He was like, oh man, hey. Man, I just want to tell you, boy, I'm proud of you. You done come a long way. A long, long way. Niggas, hey man, niggas didn't think you would get to where you get to now. Now look at you. So come on, Duval. <laughs> So he running this. it, man. He's like, man, I just been so blessed, man, and God has been moving in my life, man. And I know that he's moving in your life, because I see you out here, oh, man, man. And big dog, you know, OG, OG, you talking Ali, OG, hey man, you know, OG, you know, I got a number of love and respect for you. You a veteran in this. And so this is the most positive conversation that he's taking and with accolades and acknowledgement. And I'm yeah. just like, <sighs> Ali looking at me, he like, oh, <laughs> Cause after He didn't tell Ali he's a veteran, acknowledgement. You know, he's, a, Easy, he's cool now. Yeah, God, you the he, so you the Bill Cosby of our time, right? Minus the rape and and, and the sodomy, you know. He didn't already sunk in his chair that oh man. This nigga cool. We ain't tripping. So we sit there, man, and we end up talking for like hour and a half, two hours. And it was like when we got up from the table, it was no more. It was no more bad energy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I had shit stolen from him. I had that type of shit happen before and after that I confronted people in a whole different manner about jokes but man if you're a creator you got to keep creating cuz everybody's inspired you don't think you think Michael Jackson was not like nigga y'all stop doing the moonwalk y'all nigga stop doing all this dancing and shit I created this shit you don't think James Brown felt away when he seen Michael Jackson you don't think Cab Calloway felt away when he seen James Brown it's like you are you are meant to be. You don't think Michael Jackson didn't see Chris Brown? Shit, you don't think Michael Jackson seen Bobby Brown? Like Prince, like. It, it. Your job is to create, to take the bar forward. The next person's job is to take what you left at and push that bar forward. Right. So you're gonna inspire, people are gonna borrow, people are gonna play you over and over again and try and get your aura captured, your inner essence. Because, you know, that's what the fuck they do. Hey, bruh, I just watched a nigga steal my whole
1: video the other day.
2: <laughs> it made you smile a little bit, like he wanna be me so bad. Hey, bruh, it was so
1: funny. I did a video about uh it was a cat pulling the iron. You know how it extends it was pulling that bitch like it was a lawnmower, right? He's pulling it. I did a video. I've done a kind of i I've done that kind of stream of string of videos before where, you know, somebody doing something crazy and I'm reacting to it. So I'm like, hey, hey, come get this nigga, man. Hey, come get this nigga. A man does a video. No sound, no music. The transition's terrible. And he's pretty much doing the same shit I'm doing. <laughs> and he was like, but he just did it and it just did, it was just, it was. And he I had 87 views. Hey, bruh, one comment. What was the comment? It was something he put. I don't
0: even
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I went on and did this. Thumbs up. Liked it. I just gave him a thumbs up. Just letting you know. I see see. But I wasn't even mad, like, I don't even get mad at that. Like, when I was younger, I got mad at this guy. (laughs) I got mad at this nigga, man. I heard he was stealing my shit. His name was Scotty, he was a white boy. But he used to play the black circuit. And I I was like, you know, I'm still just getting my foot wet around Vegas. But I would come dip in and out to LA every now and then to perform. So a couple of comedians knew me. Nobody really knew me heavily, but a few people knew me. One day, I get a call and say, hey, man, you know this comedian named Scotty? And I was like, oh, yeah. He performed in Vegas. Hey, man, he was just doing all your shit. (laughs) (laughs) I said, all of it? Yeah, nigga, everything, nigga from Hello. From hello. Yeah. From hello? I was like, what? Well, That's like, what
2: a nigga say when a nigga doing all your jokes. He doing
1: all of it. He nigga did. said, I ain't gonna lie. That nigga was killing with your <laughs> shit. Which making me even madder. Like he was killing. Oh, this You boiling. Like, oh, he about to get signed with your set. So I was like, all right, cool. I tell Jay Reed, who my roommate at the time, he said, this nigga Scotty's stealing my shit. All right, man, he probably gonna be at the spot tonight. J. Reed don't really know me at this point. I'm still new to Vegas, he don't know. J. Reed, don't even, he has no idea. No clue. What he dealing with. So, um, we get to the comedy club, it called The Beach. Yeah. And I'm performing at night. Scotty goes up, does his set, comes down, he's stepping people up. I said, hey, I need to talk to your side. The tap, the tap. Hey, I need to talk to your side. Jerry kind of run to the door, I'm like, let's be easy. <laughs> I said, uh, what's up, man? Hey, man, what's up, bro? I said, I um, heard you was in LA, Laugh Factory, recently. Yeah, man, I heard you was doing my shit. Right to it. Straight to the money. So I heard you was doing my shit. So I'm going, man. I said, I got a call from LA. Some comedians out there that know me said you was doing my jokes. He was like, Which one? What? Which, which Which one? one?
0: <laughs> Nigga,
1: you pick.
0: <What>? <laughs> you tell me.
1: He was like, Oh man, you know what I mean? I was just my bad man, I just I mean, I like the joke. I was like, "Bro, I don't. I ain't no vet in this. I'm new." But like, you can't steal my shit. Just go. If you it. if you steal my shit again, I'm gonna fight you. Yeah. And I'm going to win. Yeah. I'm just that's the only way I know how to go. And then as I realized, I was like, I can't even focus on somebody stealing. As I grew in the game, I can't focus on somebody stealing my shit. Yes, that's still our property. You know what I mean? At this point, this is, this is intellectual property that could gross us millions. But I'm like, I got so much shit to talk about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let him have it. Let him have it. All right, man. This man came directly to the DMs. Mm. So it's a big time Patreon subscriber. You need. You need help, guys. Okay.
1: You need help. Come on now. It's personal. Run that, bro. Go ahead. Run that. It's
0: from my boy Miles Pearson.
1: Oh, Miles. Okay. I you know Miles. I know Miles. Yeah. Okay. What's up, Miles? I'll be seeing Miles. Come on, brother. What's going on with you now?
0: Me and my girl been dating for two years. Okay. She's an anchor and just got a new job in Tennessee. She bad. Hmm. She bad. She I live it. in Boston working for an IT company as a senior business analyst. Mm-hmm. My question is... She keep asking to move in once I decide to move down there. But I'm trying to wait until we marry before we move in together. Don't want it to be, don't want it to be a job, but enjoy it. When, don't want it to be a job, but want to enjoy it when I get there. Squad, what should I do? What would y'all do if y'all was in my position?
2: I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked, Miles. I'm going to jump right in there and say I'm moving Go right in with that thing. <laughs> See, why are you moving there? You know, if you move in there to deal with her, you need to secure your investment, your time, your energy. Now, if you're just going down there to have that to play with, that's a whole different story. But if you got anything remotely serious, especially dealing with a news woman.
0: Two
2: years in. Uh, oh, anchor woman. She's looking for the big time TV It don't take proposal. long to figure out what you want. She want the big time TV proposal. But well, let me tell you something. Here's
1: the deal. See, Miles, let me be a, let me be a Miles advocate for a second. Mm-hmm. I know where he had Miles. Miles is about to move down there, but
2: Miles want that little breathing room, mm-hmm.
1: that little time frame, that little kicker time.
2: You want to see what's in the city because he coming from Boston. Man, I'm just getting here, and it's Atlanta, right?
0: No, from Boston. From, from Boston to
2: Tennessee. Oh man, it's playtime. It's just Nashville. But let me stop you. Does it say what part of Tennessee?
1: Didn't say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, well, let me just tell you something, Miles. Hey, Amen. Like Billy said, hey, come on down there and just lock it down with old girl, man. You dope. You got your dope chick. She anchored. She bad. She on the news every day. She got to be bad. Nobody want to see nobody that ain't bad. Yeah, They don't know. Hey, bruh, go on down there and lock it down with her, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Hey, man, get that place, man. Y'all la- lavish that bitch out. You got money now. You and Big Money E, y'all got money.
2: Yep, with the three sheets.
0: Oh, y'all got money. Hey, man, go on lock it down. Hey, dog. You ain't, you ain't asked me, Miles. But if you moving,
1: what you moving for? You moving, you moving to move in. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You, can't, you can't move and then And then say I'm to steal. Nah. Nah. Go ahead and do that, Miles. Yeah. But I know I feel you though, Miles, but go on lock it down, man. She's good enough for it. You moving. You ain't got to move.
2: Yeah.
1: So if you're gonna move, go on lock. Because let me tell you something. It only takes a split second to lose your goddamn woman.
0: Mm. She
1: gone, she gone. And when she out of here, yeah. she out of she fuck around and be calling that number. Three two three three, three eight, eight, eight five nine seven three four. We'll, we'll get, get somebody over there hold- lie- TV.